You're listening to Baines Plus One, the podcast where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like an actor delving into their new script. This week I had actress and Best Newcomer Soap Awards winner Jess Regan. It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines. It's Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. My special guest is here. I must tell you all about her to create tension before we hear her voice. Um, it's an award-winning actress, Jessica Regan. She plays GP Neve Donahue in the Birmingham-made BBC soap Doctors, uh, winning Doctors their first award in six years. Hello star. Jessica picked up the prize for Best Newcomer at the British Shope Awards 2015, so just last year. She trained at RADA. She's appeared in various national theatre productions with TV credits including Silent Witness, EastEnders and Peep Show. And here she is on Hoxton Radio. Hello, Jess. Hello, Samantha. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very glad to see you. I'm glad to see you. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for asking me. Now, where did we meet? Tell everyone. Okay, if I must. Um, (laughs) This really cool thing. Uh, We were both invited to the sort of screening of the last ever episode of Peep Show. Um, And, uh, yeah, so we were both invited to that and it was sort of any kind of cast alumni... Because um, we're super cool. We're like so cool right now. And it was it was really unexpected for me because I hadn't been in it for like seven years and what I did was so tiny. But Sam but Bain... clearly memorable. Well, um, <laughs> Sam Bain, very sweetly, uh, your, your, you know, your namesake. My namesake. Indeed, um, invited me uh, through Twitter. Sort of, we found each other on Twitter and... I felt really special because you were there and just sort of and it was the live broadcast. Yeah. And to watch it and sort of see people laughing and some people were crying and um, I got a hug from Callan Warren, so I was so happy with that. Um, yeah, I didn't even see her. I'm so jealous that you got to hug her. She liked my dress. <gasps> she totally liked my dress. I remember I don't even remember how we initially met at the party. I feel like it was pretty late in the day. <laughs> yeah. When the dancing had started. When, and there'd been alcohol. There had, there had been quite, I mean, there was a free bar. I'm not going <laughs> to, we're not going to dress this up. Um, but it was amazing to be there, wasn't it? With all, like the atmosphere of everyone uh, who'd put so much it, into it, the show. Yeah, it was extraordinary. And I had, it was all I could do to just really bite my lip and not gush over so many people that I saw there. <laughs> it was like the cast of Pulling were there. You know, it was a like, ladies, just wanted to touch them. And we both accosted Harry Enfield, didn't we? We, we did. And I hope he's okay. I and think, I, I hope he's all right. I think oh. he coped well. Because it was a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of female actresses. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of female actresses who love comedy. Yeah, so. So this is what I do. You see, I go to snazzy parties and I just pick people and then I make them come on my radio show. So thanks. I'm very glad you picked me. I think, yeah, we were both a bit like three sentences in. I feel like my sister. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a lot of that. But I think it was good we found each other. We were at exactly the same level. Yeah. So had one of us been a bit more, I might have been like, oh, hey, she's interesting. But we were both in the same place. Hugging. Just Just dancing. Yeah, loving. Loving life. Loving life. And then I like that we followed it up on Twitter, though. I think that's important. Yeah. Because sometimes you have these amazing experiences with people that you just meet and you never get to speak to them again. And you're like, was it just me? Yes. That's kind of harder and harder to do in this age of communication. If I've bent your ear at a party, I will find you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were just saying the only reason we're friends on Twitter is because I couldn't avoid it. Well, uh, if you hadn't found me, I'd have found you because you were fun. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for coming. How's your week been? 
What have you been up to? Um, I've not been. It's kind of quiet at work at the moment, so I've not been up to a huge amount. I saw, I saw the Hateful Eight last night. Oh, is it good? I loved it, and I don't know why there's people going. There's quite a backlash, and there's lots of people saying it's really violent, and that's like complaining. There's no ballet. It's a Tarantino movie, like yeah. guys. Um, but I, I really thought it was fantastic and, and way funnier than I thought it would be, and. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty full on, but I thought it was exquisite. And I'm such a nerd when it comes to Tarantino. I'm so, such you know, quite quite a loser when it comes to him. So um, yeah, I was very happy. <laughs> I like that. Um, so you would recommend it? Absolutely. Go and see it. Go with an open mind, you know, because um, a bunch of reviews came out and, and they were all like four and five star. And then lots of people on Facebook and Twitter have been like, it's really violent, and you know, it's kind of bloated and self-important. I don't think it is at all. I think it's his best thing since Jackie Brown. Great. Poisonally. Poisonally. Well, I think we need to discuss this more. We're going to have a bit of David Bowie because Aww. we love him. Um, and Shai, I've got a Quentin Tarantino joke, actually, that I can tell you. Hit me Here up. Here we go, before we go into Bowie. Uh, why is Quentin Tarantino going around libraries shredding books? I don't know, Samantha. Why is he doing that? Because he loves to pulp fiction. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Plus one. You are listening to Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines, and the very lovely Jessica Regan. Hi. <laughs> She's here. She's gone all coy now. Ah. I'm, we were discussing during a lovely bit of wham if I could call her J-Dog. Please do. Yeah, I'd, I'd really encourage that um, to all the listeners out there. If you see me, if you meet me, call me J-Dog. She says she said she's happy with any derivative. So, so yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so now, yeah. J-Dog. <gasps> Jessica Regan. Love it. Love it so much. It is time for the quick fire round. Let's do this. Have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? I have, actually, very recently on the doctor's website. That's www.doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I have. I've, it's like buses, you know, you never do a quick fire round and two come along at once. It's crazy. Do doctors also do quick fire rounds? Oh, they have only just have. It's like oh y- y'all are psychic, you know. Um, they. Do you think they stole it from Baines Plus One? I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me here. So, uh, um, but right before we broke up for Christmas, uh, we were all sort of asked to do these quick fire round interviews for the website and the Facebook page. Um, and uh, we weren't very good at getting the meaning of quick fire, like many tan- many tangents. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, I'll do better on this one. Okay, so oh, I'm, I'm going to try and make you very quick okay. fire. Gotcha. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. In, in, the, in the world of radio... We're going to put on some game show music to make it more tense. Okay. Are you ready? This is the game show. It's not very tense, is it? It's quite relaxing. It's really relaxing. J-Dog. Okay. <laughs> it's time for your quick fire round. Are you ready? I, as I'll ever be. Here we go. Oh, my God. It's exciting. City or countryside? Countryside. Animals or humans? Animals. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Summer or winter? Winter. Pants or socks? Uh, pants. <laughs> Car or train? Train. Wine or spirits? Wine. Ireland or Birmingham? Ireland. <laughs> wow. Writing or performing? Performing. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Music or books? Books. TV or stage? Oh, both. Come on. No, one. You have to pick one. Okay, um, okay. A TV. Sorry. Travel to the future or travel to the past? Uh, travel to the past. 
Money or happiness? Happiness. Winning or taking part? Winning. <laughs> that was your quick fire round. You survived. Thank you. I love that you said winning because you yeah. have won. So oh. I feel like all winners always say winning because, yeah. like, we've experienced it. And we're like, that is yeah. too good. Yeah. No, I've taken part, mate, and um, and I've also won. I'm gonna go with the winning. <laughs> <laughs> that one was better. You because you got your award posted to, didn't you? I saw. It I on did. Twitter. Yeah, quite a few months because they give you a fake one on the night. Um, is it like hollow or something? No, no, it's just <laughs> this sort of, of generic piece of metal and you and you get but it looks very elegant and it's like a nice piece of, of hardware and then um as soon as you walk off the stage, someone takes it from you going, That's a prop and you're like, Oh right, and oh. The, the dream is over very quickly. Can you have photos with it though? Can you do loads of selfies before they take it away from you? No, there were, there was no selfie time. <clears throat> they they there was none none of that. Oh my goodness. So we're talking yeah. about the British Shape Awards. Which we are we're you talking about the British Awards. Best Newcomer two thousand fifteen. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you so much. So they took your award away. <laughs> it's harsh. Well, it was, it was, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a, 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 a lot happened, you know, and then it was on to the next person. So we all won the same award that night. Oh, it just really? got passed. I mean, I hope. So actually it's a money saving device. Yeah. They just have one and pass it around. Yeah. I mean, we're coming out of a recession here, clearly. Yeah, I like I like that they're saving money. Yeah, the British soap was, and so then they send. So then, do they engrave it and send they it? They do, to they do, because it is actually um, top secret. They they don't know. Like I thought they knew because when I yeah. got there, they didn't have a seat for me. Um, true story. Like, I haven't won. I don't think this is going to go my way. Um, I was there. I brought my mom, standard, yeah. and um, I went up. You know, and I was, you know, for once in my life, head held high, kind of like Jessica Regan. And yes. they were like, uh, "Oh, wait, there's no Jessica Regan here." So I'm, a, I'm a nominee. Um, and they did were, you say? Didn't you go? Do you know who I? That's one time. I'm way too Irish that. to do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm terribly sorry now, but um, I, I, I'm nominated. And they were like, Can you just stand off to the side because there's people behind you? And, like, <gasps> yeah. and luckily, uh, a lovely producer on Doctor sort of intervened and was like, Go and get a glass of champagne. I will deal with this. And he did. Oh. And sort of written on a piece of paper was like seat seven five one or whatever. So I thought. This, this is not going to go well for me. <laughs> but it turns out nobody knows who's won. And I also had like a one of the panel come up to me and say, well, however it goes tonight, you know, you should be really proud of yourself. And I thought that was lovely and very much a concession yeah, speech. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, nobody knows. It's a secret ballot. Do you think they were all trying to sort of throw you? Like, clearly she's won. Let's... let's uh... No, I think if you look at the, the faces of quite a few audience members, nobody saw doctors coming. Like, they didn't, they didn't need to throw <laughs> well, me. first award in six years. Was it? Well, they've won other awards. Um, they've won uh, National Television Awards... Um, uh, Midlands, uh, sorry, not National Television, national, yeah, Royal National Television Awards, that's it, the Royal National Television Awards. We won a couple of those um, uh, in the Midlands branch of it, but we hadn't won a soap award for, I believe, five, six years, yes. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. So did you get all the pats on the back, like, thank you so much yeah. from, from the doctor's crew? Well, I think I was glad I had the presence of mind to very much make it like a team win because it completely is you, you can't do like on that show yeah you, but also you're really good so. oh that's very kind of you um <laughs> yeah I just I it was it was it was an honor to kind of break the curse as it were and it was also like I brought my mom and it was her birthday <gasps> it was, was her so nice. May 16th it was her birthday and um, that's my dad's birthday 16th get, of May get out of town <gasps> we're basically related <laughs> well we knew that we knew obviously that. both award-winning um, so, in that situation, like, did you prepare a speech? 
Did you rehearse it? Okay, full disclosure. Yeah. A tiny bit. I didn't write anything down. I just kind of had a little mantra to myself, which was like, friends, family, colleagues, friends, family, colleagues, you know, not to leave anyone out. And then I really didn't want to leave out my agent, um, Darren, uh, at Amanda Howard Associates. A wonderful guy. Hi, Darren. Hi, Darren. Um, and also Stephen Moore, who's an amazing casting director who's given me so much help over the years. So I did remember them, but that, that got cut out of the TV edit. Oh. So, uh, but I had witnesses. But you said it live. I, I did, yeah, okay. on the day. It was quite a long speech. It's not what you see in the TV <laughs> edit. I am Irish, and I mentioned the NHS, and I got very passionate. Oh, wow. And my mum was like, you basically thanked Barack Obama at one point. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. So, um, But what was really lovely, actually, was there was such like love from the other soaps. You really felt you were oh, part of it. Yes. Because I've always thought it might be quite sort of female doggy. Absolutely not. People were just like, lots of people came up to me and were like, oh, I have my first job on Doctors and it's about time you guys won something. And there was real warmth and and like, oh, I loved your speech, mate. And I, I really felt like part of a community. Like, because we know what it's like to shoot 22 pages in a day. Yeah. Downton Abbey does three. You know, um, <laughs> so uh, that was lovely. And I think people were like, oh, yeah, it's about time. So that was nice. I've done a, I did a little doctor's um Did you, girl? In 2015. Well, not, st- I mean, sort of three scenes. Um, <laughs> when? I played... Well, who did I? I can't remember her name. I played a, a social media marketing consultant in the episode called, it was like Merle About Town. It was like at the end of last year and it was about a woman who couldn't go out of the house but she was a blogger and she was pretending to be her sister and I was a marketing consultant that was horrific. Um, <laughs> I'm very enthused in every scene um, and, uh, and I sort of helped her realise her marketing potential I'm gutted I missed that I know I wasn't so involved we didn't in that storyline but we didn't know each other then because we would hadn't have been, been to the peep show party you know what would have happened I mean were you filming one day or over two days two yeah two days so you know what would have happened is you know we, we'd have met we'd the first day out. and we'd have gone we'd have gone out yeah. and we'd have made some bad choices I think <laughs> <laughs> we'd have been I'm half Irish yeah. you're all the way I'm all the way we would have really gone to town and it's Birmingham, Birmingham. and you also have this thing when you're filming in Birmingham where you're like nobody knows who I am actually they do because if anybody watches Doctors it's in Birmingham so why you think you have a license to be like woohoo let's go out you know or yeah, people still know that. Like, oh, there's the doctor's cast again. Yeah, like yeah, particularly when you end up in the, what we call the naughty pub. There's one pub <gasps> that's open till four, and it's just bad choices. Just bad choices. <laughs> We're getting all the doctors inside goss. I love this. Right, um, I on the phrase bad choices. I've got mm-hmm. a bit of Christina Aguilera for you. Bad fashion choices. <laughs> yeah, but we know we love and her. Hair extensions. This is this is Jeannie in the Bottle when she was it's still classic. kind of relaxed and and innocent mm, it's a classic ladies plus one i hope you enjoyed a little bit of christina aguilera there we did didn't we oh we really did <laughs> we really did jay dog <laughs> <laughs> got jessica regan have i said it right now you've always you said it right i always say it right okay we were talking about how people say your name wrong and now i'm like obsessed with maybe saying it wrong jessica regan award-winning soap actress Why, starring in doctors is it? No, uh, no, I mustn't. I keep going off on tangents with you because we're having such a nice chat. But I do want to ask you the questions we ask everyone because it's nice to compare. So uh, the questions I should have asked at the end of the quickfire round were, what's your biggest guilty p- pleasure? 
I have so many. Um, right. Uh, anything involving blue cheese. Oh. Yeah. Blue cheese and red wine, just on my own. <laughs> Any crackers with that, or just the sometimes, cheese? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I just eat it with my hands. <laughs> Lovely. What's the most recent lie you've ever told? The most recent. The most recent lie. Oh, um, I've given up smoking. <laughs> I was on a date, and um, and I have like I've never really kind of been a massive smoker. I was on this date and I was like, I've totally given up. And I was like, no, you haven't. Like, I could hear my voice going, you haven't. <laughs> like, having a couple of cigarettes a week is not not smoking. Like, you know, why are you lying? But That's quite like, a common one, actually. Yeah. A lot of people tend to lie. What's the biggest lie you've ever told? Well, I'm not going to say that, <laughs> okay. am I? Um, I'm trying to think if... Uh, I'm not a great liar, actually. I, I'm, I'm really not a good liar. It's it's all over my face, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's that was um, the lie. The, yeah, <laughs> it's quite easy to tell that uh, when I'm lying, I just have a guilty face most of the time. Do anyway, you think that's an actress thing uh, or a performer thing. Um, at the risk of sounding like um, you know, sort of a lofty actor, I think that yes, I think actually really good actors are often kind of bad liars because the whole thing about acting, I feel, is it's you know being truthful. So if you're kind of a truthful, emotionally connected person, chances are you'll be like a really good actor. And um, sociopaths are very good at lying and they're not <laughs> emotionally connected or truthful. Yeah. So, you know, I think that um, often the better the actor, the worse the liar. So not that I'm complimenting myself, that's what it sounds like. Um, but yeah, I, I I just have one of those faces. I just, I, also I go very red. I blush really easily. Yeah. I mean, you're half Irish, as you said. You, you know what I'm talking about here. Oh my goodness. The, the, the Irish curse of just rosacea. Like, um, also just at the end of the gym, like everyone else has a glow and I'm purple. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I just, Sometimes I'm just looking at myself going, how, how, why, why? You know, and he, not even, like, you kind of think with English people that they'd be similar, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, we look very similar, like, we look the same. But no, no, I would be just, in drama school, I would just be purple after physical, the physical theatre classes. And yes. these English roses would just look really sort of ivory and alabaster. I went through a stage of wearing a full face of uh, foundation, to go to the gym because I got so embarrassed about how purple and now I'm just like oh yeah they I mean, can deal with it yeah just just deal with it for sure <laughs> brilliant any secret habits or talents oh um secret habits or talents um it's uh, uh, secret talents I no, gosh, it doesn't sound very interesting. Let me think. Um, secret yeah. talents. I, I like a dance. I, I, I like oh, a boogie. You are good at boogie. Um, I do like a boogie. I can throw down, <laughs> for sure. Um, which is funny because I'm actually dyspraxic, but weirdly I can dance. So yeah. Can you um, drive well? No, I, I I'm I don't want to drive because I don't want to kill anyone. So I'm exactly the same. I can't drive, and people keep telling me I should be able to drive for acting purposes, yeah, but yeah. I'm too scared. Well, we had a driving scene in Doctors recently and they just uh, hooked me up to like a truck and it was great fun. It was great <laughs> and fun. And they just pulled you along. Pulled and you me along, pretended. Mate. Yeah, it's great. I did I did good uh, driving acting. So yeah, did oh. a little turn and everything. Hello, Soap Awards 2016. Watch Best it. driving Watch acting. acting goes to... Uh, we should also say hello to Kimmy Peace, who's listening, who's tweeted us to say hello to you, Jess. Hi, Kimmy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You can tweet us throughout the show at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S and at Hoxton Radio. And we can at you as well, can't yes, we? Yes, it's Jess Regan. 
not very creative handle. Tweet us all. Um, Jess, what makes you angry? Really bad manners. Oh. Yeah, really bad ignorance. What would be bad manners? Um, what counts? Uh, kind of, I, I guess, when people sort of make personal comments to you and they don't know you very well. Yes. Uh, as a woman, I'm sure you've had this a lot. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, sexism does make me not only angry but deeply upset and I've had and I think as well unfortunately a lot of the time with sexism people really don't know they're doing it well some people don't know they're doing it and and mm. you're kind of like that's so reductive like you know that's so really really and I have to say I did not experience the level of sexism in Ireland that I've experienced over here Really? That's I, interesting. Yeah, I think Irish men are more scared of their mammies over in, in Ireland. So there's a respect uh, for women. I, I, honestly, I, I've never been catcalled in Ireland. I'm not saying they're saints by any means, you know, um, but I, I have found, on average, the British male somewhat more sexist than um, what I've encountered in, in my homeland, which I'm sorry to say. Cause, you know. That's interesting because some people might assume that Ireland is sort of of a different generation with the whole sort of gay marriage Thing that mm-hmm. you know, the big debate about that that recently came about. So it's, that's interesting to hear. Yeah, well, Ireland is is really schizophrenic. Like it's very hugely progressive on some fronts, and then really not on other fronts. Mm. Which you know, um, I mean, we saw this with the with the gay marriage thing. It was very much just to amend. Everything is put to a, a referendum. It wasn't unique in that any amendment to the constitution is put to a referendum. So it had to go through that channel. But, you know, there was this huge outpouring of love from all generations. You know, like grannies in their 80s just going up and hugging people with rainbow signs going, I'm so happy for you, I want this for you. And it was a huge majority that wanted gay marriage. Yeah. And it was wonderful and we felt really proud of ourselves. But then we're incredibly backwards about women's health and reproductive yeah. rights. But, you know, and it's one of the reasons I live in this country, if I'm honest. You know, because I just, I, I'm, it just, it upsets me greatly. Yeah, not for the cat calling, but you yeah, <laughs> we have some other things. Yeah, sorry, I went very serious there. But yeah, that, that makes me angry as well. That makes yeah. me really angry. No, fair enough, I totally agree. What is the one thing you couldn't live without? My my family and friends. Like That's the first thing that came into my head. Just, you know, and I, I, I've got the most fantastic family, but I suppose in the UK I have incredible friends who have been my family for the last 11 years that I've been here. And I've been so fortunate, kind of every sphere I've gone into, be it drama school or the National or the BBC, I've made and met, I've met the most incredible people and made the most amazing friends. And that's not superlatives, genuinely. Like, astonishing people. So I couldn't live without the friends I have here because I'm away from my family and they've become my family. So, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. It's true. Now, I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about you as an actor because you've done all sorts. Obviously, we know you from Doctors and your brilliant character on that. But you, you studied at RADA. Now, I have to ask. I went to Central, okay, School of Speech Drama. There were lots of rumours about RADA that you have to get naked and dance around. Did no, you do that? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, there is a thing called the Enchanted Forest that you do in your lab and movement. I mean, um, what is that? Because that sounds like some sort of drug <laughs> party. If you do the Enchanted Forest, you don't need drugs. That's what I'd say, kids. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, you sort of dress up in... in uh, you're in your leotard or whatever, and you just... In a leotard? Yeah, I mean, okay. there was a lot of leotard action, as I'm sure you had too. No, I had no leotard. Oh, really? <laughs> but I did acting for screen. 
Oh. So we were uh, no, all uh, about the mm, face. Right. We no, we there was there was a lot of leotards, which you know we all joked about, but we're quite serious about burning once we once we left. Oh, wow. Um, a sort of drama school empowerment, yeah. like the burning of brass. <laughs> yes, yeah. burn the leotard. I have graduated. But you know the boys didn't get off scot free. They had to wear these dance belts that looked incredibly uncomfortable, and we just there was oh, a lot to hold of, it all in. Hold it all in, yeah. Wow. Um, and th- there might be some physical stuff for animal studies or things where you sort of there might be some writhing. But there was never anything, uh, there was never, I never witnessed any nudity myself. Oh, lovely. Yeah, well, disappointing, really, think about it. Yeah, I I did kind of want a nude story of some sort. And now, I'm sure you get asked this a lot about your character and Doctor's Neve. What's your, what's your favourite thing about playing her, do you think? I... I like she's like a little bit she's a little bit lower status than a lot of characters in mm. in the mill and that kind of can lead to comedy and I, I like when there's a character called Zara who's just fierce and terrifying and I just sort of made a decision that every time Zara comes in the into the room Neve kind of just sort of jumps a bit and kind of um I like as well how um She's she's flawed. She's not this like super good girl or the super minx. I think she's a really three dimensional, complex character who does things sometimes that I don't agree with, and mm. I have to kind of find a way into that. And then other times she's just really sweet and lovely, and I go, oh, I should, be, I should be a bit more like Neve, really. <laughs> so I'm kind of a bit more cynical, I think, than Neve. So she's a real woman. She is. She's a great. She's a great girl, you know. And I, I remember when I went into the audition, um, I was very much the, the biggest girl there, like no doubt. And um, I kind of thought, well, it's going to go one way or another. Um, <laughs> and they went my way, so I was quite pleased about that. And they went with beautiful you, oh, who you're, is also oh. the best actress. Oh, darling! Hurrah! Ladies, plus one. I'm here with award-winning doctor's actress Jessica Regan. Hi. Hi. Hi, what's up? Um, we, we're getting lots of tweets, which is lovely. Uh, you can tweet us throughout the show, at Samantha Baines, at... It's Jess Regan. <laughs> and at Hoxton Radio. And a big shout-out to Eva Application. They've just sent us a tweet. I did a, a record-breaking event for them this uh-huh. week. We did Women Posted 105 jokes on social media in one hour and it broke a record fantastic on the eva application Hurrah. now jess yes. j-dog what's up girl <laughs> it's it's now your opportunity to interview me as i let all my guests do so over to you excellent well samantha baines yes um also award-winning thank you uh <laughs> i would like to ask you uh, first of all has anyone ever told you when do, okay? When have people stopped asking if you're going to get a real job? Because I, you know, I've I've had that, and I'm sure yeah. you've had people kind of going, "Oh, that's nice," but when are you gonna, you know? Mm. Or have you had like loads of support and and it's been fine? No, I've had a lot of yeah, but what's your yeah, what's your job? Though? But what's your what's your actual job? Um, and. I think it was a couple of years ago because I kind of got wise to it and whenever a conversation started going that way I just started showing off so that they would think I'm not going to ask that question. I used to tell people I was on EastEnders when I've never been on EastEnders just so they wouldn't ask that question. You know when people say, I'm really sorry, should I know who you are? Yes. And my answer to that is always... 
yes, oh, uh, but not necessarily answer. from TV. <laughs> um, you should just know. No. Uh, that is such a brilliant answer because I, then, I do get that. Oh, sorry, I don't watch. I don't watch television. I just, you know, it's like yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's fine if you don't watch Doctors, but don't be like, um... Who you know doesn't what? watch television? We watch television, okay. Um, but yeah. you can actually say, yes, I'm in, a, I'm in a soap and I want an award for it. I have never... I've been on Doctors, but I haven't been in any other soaps. Well, until, until Doctors, uh, all I'd done was like a, a guest or two on Doctors and I'd been to one episode of EastEnders and it was like people really wanted to know but what do I know you from yeah and like, yeah but that's a great answer you just you should know who I am that's great yeah. I'm, I'm going to take that yeah. my next question Samantha Baines is I think somebody's doing an Edinburgh show yeah so I would like to know two things I would like to know a bit about tell me all about your show first of all and also I'd like to know um, I'm sure you've you've been to Edinburgh before can you tell me about a quintessential Edinburgh experience? Because I go there every year, wow. whether I'm in something or not. It's like my, my pilgrimage. Yes. And it's a very unique, strange world for a month. Yes. So, um, yeah, if you tell us a bit about your show and then maybe a quintessential Edinburgh experience. Yes. Well, my show is called One Woman, A Dwarf Planet and Two Cocks, spelt with an X. Fantastic. It's, Sold. It's about the universe, planets, astronauts, and Brian Cox might be in there as well. Brilliant. And I'm doing previews in February at the Hen and Chickens Fantastic. on the 18th and 22nd. So you can come along. Tickets are available now on the website, Hen and Chickens, 18th and 22nd of February. Uh, and so, yeah, it's all about science and the universe and how I uh, studied the arts and sciences when I was at school. But people kind of said, yeah, but which are you going to pick? Because you can't do the arts and the sciences, that would be weird. And so I picked the arts um, for glamour and fame, hurrah. <laughs> um, but how I wasn't brave enough to pick science, but loads of other women were. And it's about being brave and women in science and celebrating that. That sounds frankly awesome. Hopefully it is. I'm trying Space to make and it chicks, yes. better and good. So yeah, please come to previews and tell me the rubbish bits and I'll make them good. So that's that. And I've been to Edinburgh for seven years. Good girl. Excitement in a row. Which is why I'm doing a, a solo stand-up show earlier than you're meant to do. Because you're meant to wait for like five years of you being a comedian. And I've only done it for three and a bit. So the world is shocked by my choice of doing a solo show so early. Oh. But I've done seven years of Edinburgh as an actor and as a comedian. And yeah. I just want to do you know my the lay of the land. one. Yeah. But a quintessential Edinburgh experience is probably... I was in a sketch group called Vinegar Knickers. And, as you do. And we had someone who came to our show and really enjoyed the show and wanted to get our autographs afterwards, which is lovely. And what he wanted us to autograph was his pants. Oh. Ah. I mean, they were new and clean. And he wasn't wearing them. Because otherwise it's like, where do you where, sign? How do I... Um... Um, so we, we signed his pants... And he was there with his mum. Oh. And we had a photo with him and his pants. That is so Edinburgh. That is Edinburgh <laughs> distilled. You just find yourself yeah. signing someone's pants going, this is Tuesday. Hello. Hello. You know. Tweeting this. Facebook <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So that was That's my fantastic. Edinburgh experience. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jess, for my questions. Phase plus one. Now it's time for our guest quest. Are you ready? I'm very excited. I feel like I'm testing you a lot during the show. It's great. 
Great. Just, you know, British Soap Awards, whatevs can you pass to the guest <laughs> quest? So we're making a bit of a leaderboard this year. Ange- comedian Angela, Angela Bones got six. Okay. Corrected 60 seconds. Okay. She better watch out. Okay. Do you think you can do better? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I just want to. Okay. No, I really care about it and I only heard about it 20 seconds ago. Okay. <laughs> we don't want our guests that we're testing with. So, okay, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Are you ready? I am. For the guest quest. Let's Here go. we go. One, genophobia is the fear of what part of the body? Lady parts? No, the knees. Oh. What colour is the Hammersmith and City line? Blue. Oh, no, pink. Oh. We'll let her have pink, we'll let her have pink. Three, what is David Bowie's real, Bowie's real name? David Jones. Yes, correct. How many pints are in a litre? Two. 1.7. It's incorrect, but nearly. Which newspaper, once the biggest-selling English-language newspaper in the world, ceased publication in 2011? News the World. Yes. What sport uses the term all-round, dismount and front tuck? Equestrian dressage? No, gymnastics. <laughs> in what year did doctors first air? Oh, 2001. 2000. Oh, man. A centaur was a mythical creature that was half man and half what other animal? Um, bull, ram, ram? No, horse. horse. Complete the. Li- I'll finish this one. Complete the lyrics. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Yeah. What did we get? Oh, not good. Ladies plus one. We've just um, heard by looking on Twitter that the wonderful Alan Rickman has passed away. Uh, we've literally just found out in the studio, and we're all a bit shocked. Jess, you got to meet Alan Rickman, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, he was. Uh, he was very supportive uh, of students at RADA and he would attend the plays when he could and he was just an incredible gracious presence in the school when he was there and um, you know a lot of people we have a very starry alumni and he was one of the starriest and also the most present but I think my friend Karen on Facebook has put it really well she said so grateful to have witnessed the constant support and sometimes wine you gave young Rada students. And I think that kind of sums it up. And it was, um, he came to see Rabbit, a show that I was in in my third year. Um, he's very supportive of Nina Rain, that writer. And um, it was such a thrill to have Alan Rickman in the audience, you know, yeah. and, and hung around for drinks and chats afterwards and was utterly gracious and cool. Um, and that is a, that is a huge loss to, to the acting community and the entertainment world and, for, and to RADA as well because he was one of our most supportive alumni. So yeah, that's, that's just dreadful. I remember when I auditioned for RADA and didn't get through but a lot of people said that he, he would go to the auditions and he would watch some of the auditions. Wow, that wasn't my experience mm. but I'm, I've no doubt because he, he was just present and hands-on in the way that Richard Attenborough was and the way that I'm sure Kenneth Branagh will be, who's now the new new chairman at RADA. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, ooh, we're all a bit in shock. It's because if, yeah, It really is. It really, really is. And he's sort of, I think he's, uh, like Bowie, quite universally cherished. Yeah. Um, because of, you know, Harry Potter and then other things in my... <laughs> And all of his brilliant um, villains. He was so fantastic. Oh, absolutely glorious. I mean, he paved the way for many a British actor. owes him a commission for paving the way for the English villain, you know. Um, absolutely. And um, 
I know my friend Aideen Wilde in Ireland, we will both shed a tear because our kind of favourite film is Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. And we, we quote it randomly at each other and give me an occupation or I shall run mad. You know, <laughs> we just adore Colonel Brandon. Um, yeah, so to lots of people he was different things. To me he'll, he'll always be Colonel Brandon, I think. He was me, it's Professor Snape. I actually sure. do a joke, and I did it last night, where I say, I, you know, in comedy a lot of the time, we compare ourselves to who we might look like to get a joke, and I say I look like Alan Rickman in Harry Potter. And it always gets a laugh, so thank you, Alan Rickman, for that. But what a fantastic actor and a fantastic career. You know, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, oh. the Die Hard movies, the Harry Potter movies, you know, even Love Actually... How amazing was he in that? Truly, madly, deeply as well. That, yeah. That's a glorious film, and seek it out if you if you haven't seen it. Him. And an amazing theatre, theatrical career, award-winning. Very, very sad news. Um, we normally do the rest of the news now, but I think we're just going to leave everyone to kind of digest that news. If you... Um, didn't know before and you heard it first on on Hoxton Radio, sorry that we had to break it to you, but let's all remember the marvellous man and actor that is Alan Rickman. Baines Plus One. Now it's time for the news on Baines Plus One. Jess Regan, what are the headlines? Here are the headlines. Please come back from Mars. Kirby grips the Kardashians. Internationally insulting. No nudes for rude dudes. Those are the headlines. So let's let's talk through some of these. First of all, we got Please Come Back from Mars, which is, of course... About David Bowie. Yeah, we just heard the shocking news that Alan Rickman has passed away. If you've just joined us, uh, we've just sharing stories about Alan, one of our favourite actors. But, of course, we also lost David Bowie um, this week. What a week. Both it, at 69. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um a, a, a fan, I actually love this, I think David Bowie would really love it. A fan um, of the man himself has started a petition to God to bring him back. Yes, I, I, I did hear about this, yes. So a lot of, a lot of people, this is a fan in Rome has started it, people from all over the world have signed the petition saying no. We're not having it. He, we're not having no. it, God, bring him no. back. No, it's not, it's, not, it's not cool. You can't take that one away. But I kind of thought when I when I read of his passing, I thought, how lucky are we that he didn't join the Twenty Seven Club, you know? Yeah. That he didn't go the way of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, or even God rest her, Amy Winehouse. That he we had decades of his contribution, mm. you know. And I think I think we're kind of people are cognizant of that, you know. And people are like, well, we were very lucky because if you're gonna have decades of any entertainer. Bowie was the one. Bowie was the one, you know. Also, he was, you know, surrounded by his family, they said. Yes, yes. It sounds like, you know, obviously cancer is a horrible disease, but at least, you know, he had the support of his family and they were all there. Yes. to, To sort of ease his passing. But he obviously will be missed. We've played quite a few Bowie songs during the show as a kind of tribute to him. People love his music and his music will carry on. And even some of his latest records, people are like, that was the best stuff, like amazing work. Absolutely, yes. And I think what's been... I tweeted this a while ago because, you know, there is a bit of grief police stuff happening. Um, And I just sort of think that... It's very connecting that people of all ages are mourning him. You know, I, I think lots of 50 and 60-year-olds out there didn't realise how much they had in common with some of the 20-year-olds who are devastated. Mm. And it's like, oh, wow, you know, we, there's a real shared kind of experience of, of Bowie um, because he contri- he gave so much every decade, you know. 
Um, and I think that's that's a kind of a, a unifying thing, and that's a, a lovely legacy as well. Mm. I think my dad tweeted me like, "Oh my god, I'm so cut up about." My mum texted me. I woke up to this text from my mum, and she was just devastated because um, she's the biggest Bowie fan I know. Like all through my, t- our cat was called Ziggy. You know, I mean, it was oh, it was real because Ziggy had a little. It was a, a marmalade cat, you know, and it had a little lightning thing through her right eye and uh, yeah so I got with Ziggy um, and my mum was just like yeah she was she was devastated and watching Lazarus on her loop and all yeah. that you know bless her Sad. Yeah. well next up something a bit more light hearted uh, I think we need that we do don't we <laughs> right this has been around on the internet we've called it Kirby Grips the Kardashians this is a, a man called who's calling himself Kirby Jenner and he says he's Kendall Jenner's secret twin. And he's basically photoshopping himself into photos of the Kardashians. And it's it's very good photoshopping. <laughs> it totally looks real. He's saying he was obviously in all these original photos. So there's one of um, Kendall Jenner sort of lying. It's quite a famous one. I think it was shared a lot on Instagram. She's she's lying on the ground and she's pulled her hair out and made it into the shape of hearts all around her hair. And he's photoshopped himself next to her doing the same thing with his hair. There's also other ones of like there's a kind of beauty shot of her and he's photoshopped himself to be just behind her sort of staring in, in, intensely off he's, he's there's moustache shots he's photoshopped himself in the background of her birthday her 17th birthday with her big cake and um, quite a, a good photo of, of her sort of with a bit of rump out let's say stuck in a jumper he's kind of mirrored that and he popped has. himself in the photo as well I, I think it's very funny it's quite and it's light hearted and uh, I don't know I'm not sure if she finds it funny. You'd like to think that she she would because I think it's sort of it's excellent photoshopping. It doesn't it's very good detract from her you know her beauty a whit. But I would rather look at his pictures that you know I wouldn't follow her on Instagram. But someone's yeah. doing something creative and funny with the, what we're being bombarded. These images we're bombarded with. Um, I think great. You know how funny like it's yeah. And actually, I think I think. Warhol and Bowie and those would really approve of, of, yeah. of, of what he's doing. Something Definitely. a bit different. We Something like a bit that. different in kind of sort of pop art and yeah. So internationally insulting. There's a travel blog called Just the Flight, and they've accumulated the most bizarre but genuine insults from across the globe. Did you like some of these? Well, I have to say the the Irish one I'd never heard. Uh, what was the Irish one? Um, you think his manure and half is useful. I think it's a great put down, but I've I've just <laughs> never heard it, guys. That's not not really. Oh, maybe they're not all true. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe controversial. <laughs> maybe it's like they say it in Kerry, and I'm not from Kerry, so maybe it's you know yeah, it's more regional. Regional. Yeah. Well, some of the some of the best ones are from Spain. You're so ugly, you made an onion cry. I mean that's that's harsh. That's some cold. I think that's a great gag. Like I'd love to you if I get a really bad heckler who's being particular. I wouldn't normally call someone ugly, but if they were being particularly mean and maybe calling me ugly, I think that'd be a great comeback for a heckler. For sure. I like the one because it's sort of quite surreal. I can't remember which country it's in, but it's like uh, an idiot eating a pomegranate. Yeah. I think that's that's sort of. Um, Meta. So it's just so, and you kind of think, yeah, a stupid person would have a real trouble eating a pomegranate. Like, how does this work? <laughs> and I just, I thought, yeah, that would be a really frustrating thing to watch, and watching someone, you know, make 
like maybe dig out the little seeds. Yeah, and just be like, oh, it's broken. It doesn't work. I don't know. Yeah, you just go, that would be really intensely annoying to watch. So, yeah, watching someone make a hames, as we'd say in Ireland, make a hames of something, make a mess of something. Oh. You'd be like, it's like a, 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 a jackdaw or whatever eating a eating a pomegranate. Yeah, I like that one. I like the Korean one as well, which is just dog baby. Yeah. <laughs> just call people a dog yeah. which is essentially a puppy which is very cute yeah. but they don't they hey, don't puppy. mean that no don't mean that also in serbia may your wife give birth to a centipede so you have to work for shoes all your life yeah i, I feel like there's something lost in translation there like <laughs> that's too complicated it's quite niche it's like the person trying to wrap their head around that insult would have come back at you with just an expletive i think by the time you got to that but what's the one where it's like is it South Africa or something for for bull people nipplehead? Yes. So it's like, whoa, there's no need. There's no teat on a bald head. First of all, so that's just inaccurate. <laughs> and second of all, why are you insulting someone for being bald? It's not very nice. No, just, oh, I don't, don't like it. Don't call people nippleheads, South Africans. Yeah, come on, come on, guys. Come on. And finally, no nudes for rude dudes. Now, this is my favourite. I've written my poem on it this week. Excellent. A woman. Her Twitter handle is. Zw- Zwazane is what I'm going to call it. It's J W Z A Y N. Zwazane? Sure, go let's, let's go with that. She is, um, you know, she's got an, a photo of her on there, fully clothed, looking very nice, and some uh, trolls, shall we call them, on the internet have been asking her for nude photos, mm-hmm. which is a thing that happens to women. To me, just saying. Well, thank God, because... Yeah, I don't want them now. That's a ridiculous request. (laughs) Anyway, he kept asking her for photos, and so she obliged, but she sent him the photo-loading image. Genius. Um, And he didn't get the joke, and he just thought... His phone was broken. He asked for her to send them again. (laughs) And no, he just said, oh, gosh, my phone's broken. Can we chat? on a different social media network and he wanted to try again. She was even tweeting about it. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. At the time being like, I've sent this guy a photo loading icon, he doesn't get the joke. Because she probably thought it would shut him up, you know, that he'd yeah. sort of be like, for two seconds and then be like, oh, but he was like, um, hey girl, can you, um, can we uh, go on another device? Uh, my phone's broken. Like, what are you, you idiot? Like, you're just so dumb. <laughs> but it, it helps because, like, not being threatened, to not feel threatened by by this sort of behaviour because you just realise it comes from a place of such stupidity. Yeah. You know. I love what, I love this idea. And I think she even shared the, the yeah. photo so other people could use it. And people were tweeting her saying, you've won the internet, yeah. like, you've won the the week online. And I think I think it's great. And so I've written my poem on it. Okay, are we going to hear that poem? Oh, yeah. Is but We'll have a bit of Bruce Springsteen first. You've written a poem as well, haven't you? I have. What's yours about? It's actually about it's about social media, so it's quite (gasps) um, it's about trying to get over your ex and all the stuff on social media that you're trying to fight. Brilliant. So it's like the two opposites. Yeah. Naughty men asking for nudes and actually getting over someone who is nice. Yeah, because possibly. Yeah, because my my uh, yeah, I think um, it must be very hard for famous people to get over each other because they see each other sort of you know on billboards and stuff. But now it's kind of happening to muggles. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because we're you know sort of narrating our lives in social media and people can see what you're doing, what you're up to. So it's about that. Ladies plus one. Poem of the week. That is right. It's time for Poem of the Week on Hoxton Radio. Now, Jess Regan, you've written a poem. I love it when my guests write poems. Wow. Because it's not compulsory, but I love that you have. Thank you. 
Thank you. Um, I came up with it a little while ago, but I tweaked it. Tweaked it, I improved it. Um, and when your producer was like, comedy poem, I was like, I have one of those. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, sure. Or do you want to go second? I'll go, I'll go first. I okay. don't mind. Um, this poem doesn't have a title. So if anyone wants to suggest on Twitter a yes. title for the poem, because I just never really could come up with a title. So it would be nice if, um, if yeah. Okay. Yeah, send us in your title suggestions at... Uh, it's just Regan. It's just Regan, and at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. And here it is, Jess Regan's poem. Okay. I'm jealous of the Instagram, the mini breaks, the slow-cooked lamb. I'm hacked off with your date-night drinks, your lols, hijinks, your happiness spam. Could you please ease off the retro filter and vows on Twitter and your friends' feeds dotted with your besotted, oh, look, good luck, don't muck it up. But I don't get why I should care, because I am reeling as you're revealing your love, you're won, you're done. And I'm glad for you, but I'm sad for me, because it looks to the world like you've won. Yay! <laughs> that was great! Thanks, mate. Cheers. That was... I, want, I kind of want you to do it again. I'm going to get you to do it again to me <laughs> while we play a song, because there's so much in it, and I want to, like, unpick it. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm glad you went first, because as uh, regular listeners of the show will know, I write my poems on the bus on the way here. So sometimes there are spelling mistakes and things that don't rhyme, and that's kind of the fun of Poem of the Week. So this week I've written it about the story, the, the loading photo story mm-hmm. that we spoke about earlier so it's called load it up here it is some men on the internet are silly when they're not sending snaps of their willy some like to ask girls for nude pics yeah that's how they get their internet kicks a man kept asking a lady whose name on twitter is zwain it sounds like a he sounds like a right pain so she concocted an ingenious plan to fool this nude hungry man she sent him an image of a photo loading as a response to all his goading but the guy didn't get the joke he even thought his phone was broke and asked her to send it again oh these boob obsessed men to Zwayne we say hurrah sending you respect from afar not only did you con- conquer the nude pic it sounds like you fooled a right <clears throat> that's my hey! you can add your own last word there um, and all my poems from Poem of the Week are up on my blog which is samanthabaines.wordpress.com is your poem up anywhere that people can read? Uh, I put it on Facebook a while ago um, it was the National Poetry Day and yes. I thought Facebook was appropriate because it's just I actually wasn't going through it as I was telling your producer my um, my ex and I, I it, from a place of love blocked each other for our own sanity just saying like oh, we'll talk it, yeah so um, it's about that kind of when you haven't done that and people keep popping up on your feeds and stuff absolutely loved it Ladies plus one Jessica Regan you've been marvellous thank you I've had a ball and it's been delightful and it flew Kind I know. Of over. Two hours. We're gonna have tea, so we're gonna yeah. fine. We're gonna have more, <laughs> chat. have more chat, you guys. Now we do have a Twitter question for you. Yes. Quickly, slipping one in at the end. Hello. Um, <laughs> hello. This is from Kimmy Peace on Twitter. Who is the funniest and naughtiest actor or actress to work with on Doctors? I think it's a tie between Jan Pearson and Dido Miles, who play Doctor Emma, and. Also, they play also uh, John. So Emma oh, Dido plays Karen, and no, I've gone wrong, haven't I? That's really embarrassing. <laughs> Dido plays Emma. There we go. <laughs> and John plays Karen. Um, so yeah, they are both uh, turns hilarious and naughty and wonderful. 
Um, and just really funny. Um, I think the women are funnier than the men. Sorry. Please. Of course. Sorry. Of course. Sorry, it boys. must be difficult as well, like there, because you know them by their real names, obviously, because yes. you hang out with them. Yes. And then in the script, it's only when you're acting that you're calling them. The amount of times I've gone into a scene going, hey, Jan, well, what patient do I have today? And they're like, do you want to do that again? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> do that again. Sorry. That's my real name. Yeah. One um, job. <laughs> I did. We, well, I've done that before with someone on a TV show where they were like, Sam. And I was like, babe, my name's not Sam in the script. Uh, awesome. Well, it's been absolutely marvellous to have you. Thank Where you so can much. we sort of follow you on things and find out about you? Well, um, I, I'm on, it's Jess Regan on Twitter. Um, I also have, there's a, a lovely lady on Twitter has put up a fan page for me. Um, oh, lovely. Um, I think it's just, uh, just Regan followers. I'm not entirely sure because it's sort of, it's quite surreal, but I'm very grateful. It's very sweet of her to, to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I think you'll, you'll find that easily enough. And you've got a very meaty storyline coming up on Doctors, I haven't do you? I have a really juicy one. Not for a little while, but it's, uh, I fall in love and I get embroiled in a kidnap. So <gasps> it's drama, people. Is that an exclusive for Hoxton Radio? That is an exclusive. Oh, I don't hello. Think that's on the radar yet. Um, with a lovely actor called James Dafferin, who, who I do my sort of scenes with. Um, so it all seems like everything's going well, and then it all goes a bit wrong because it's so planned. <gasps> Hoxton Radio exclusive soap gossip there about doctors. So for all you doctors fans, wait for this very meaty storyline coming up with the lovely Jess who plays Neve. Not for a little while, but yeah, it's, it's coming. But we're, 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 yeah. the tension will build. Yeah, I, I love hope it. so. Baines Plus One. I hope you enjoyed Baines Plus One with Jess Regan. If you love the show, please do tell your friends via social media on Facebook and you can tag me in on Twitter as well at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. And I'd love you to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe for more great interviews.